Bebopers. A brand new episode of Tabletop Bebop is about to start with your hosts, Naki, Ryan, and Sean. So grab your dice, grab your drink, sit back, and relax, because here we go. Hey, want to go for Tim's run? Of course. Hey, Bebopers. So we recorded this once already, and then my recorder decided it wasn't going to actually record Sean. So it just sounded like I was talking to myself, which uh, I'm kind of good at good doing, but it wasn't. It didn't make any sense. So now I have Sean with me. Well, you had me with you last time, but now Skype demons hopefully aren't wreaking havoc. Hopefully. We're hoping the gnomes aren't eating my computer wires again. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the second intro for episode, what, three? Four? Four. Yeah, we're in episode four now. Uh, this is the vacation oh, honey, I've lost track. I know, right? Uh, it's the holiday episode. This is the holiday episode. We've actually, and by we, I mean me, I traveled up to see Sean, and then... We have not been able to meet up with Ryan, and we miss Ryan a whole lot. Um, and uh, so at one point, we will be able to meet up with Ryan again, but this is it just a brief – brief? Is that the right word I'm looking for? We're looking I don't know. At, how long did you go for? It was 56 minutes, but that's including the intro that no one could hear me in. Uh, okay. So, yeah, considering all that we cover, it's brief. Yeah. Um, on two player games. And we do go over King of Tokyo, which we tried to play with two players. You'll just have to keep listening to hear. But it's not a decided it's not a two player game? Yeah. But you'll really have to just listen to our failure of that one. That was pretty awesome. We're good at failing. Mm-hmm. And uh Yeah, so we miss our games guru. Or Games Champion, I suppose we should refer to him as because. Yeah, games I wonder Guru. if Games Guru has uh, copyright. Yeah, you know. So we'll call him our Games Champion. Tabletop Champion? Okay. It depends. Well, I don't know how he is in video games. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm pretty bad at video games, I can make things fire. He could stink dodgeball. Can you dodge a wrench? A wrench. If you could dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. You have no idea what I'm referencing, do you? Uh, no, dodgeball. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to be really sad inside if I was making a little lost reference on you. <laughs> Alright, so let us return to our work in progress. And uh sorry if this is kinda cut up weird. But enjoy. Join us already in progress. Decided to pick up some old ones that are new to us. And we played some ones live that we'd only ever played via the internets. It was scary, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's kinda like knowing your friends are real and not just in your head. <laughs> And they won't take it easy on you in life, just like on the internet. 
I was going to say, when were you ever nice to me on the internet? <laughs> um, no, I wasn't. I was going to say, like, nothing nothing changed from... Nope. Distance. Nope, I was equally jerk in real life as I was in zeros and ones. The thing is, is I hate playing strategy games, and he's really good at them. So, I what we can tell you is I suck at strategy games, and he beat my ass in pretty much everything we played. Well, why don't we give him a rundown of what games we did play? Why don't you give us a rundown of what games we did play? <laughs> okay, well, the first day we played DC Deck Builder, face-to-face. That was my right. welcome to Canada. Yeah. Shellacking. <laughs> <laughs> then, um... Did we play X-Wing next, or did we head uh, into Toronto? Uh, I think we set up X-Wing, and then we headed to Toronto after that. Okay, so then we would have played what? Like three turns? Okay, so then we went to Snakes and Lattes in Toronto. And we played the Lord of the Rings deck-building game, also done by Cryptozoic. It was fucking awesome. It is. Um... Uh, the first night, yeah, we played what? Corridor. Yeah, uh, Lord of the Rings, Corridor, and Chin. No, Chin was the next time. Um, Amazing Labyrinth. No, we didn't play that till the second time either. Hang on, mm-hmm. I'll I'll pull up my pictures because I have it in order there. Yeah, because yeah, your pictures are better than my notes. Because we didn't play Carcassonne till the last day. Uh, right. Yeah, Carcassonne was day five. Mm-hmm. I was up there for five whole days. And we spent three of them at Snakes and Lattes. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're saying is, we're fans of Snakes and Lattes. Mm-hmm. Also known as the only place to go play games around here. Is it? See, I'm not good at that. I know. Well, yeah, unless you want to go play... Atkins and smelly place. Mmm, smelly place. Some smelly places. But no, Snakes and Lattes was dope, though. We played Stoner Flux. We forgot about Stoner Flux. We played... That was another last day gem, though, wasn't it? Was it a last... Oh, I think it was a last day gem. Mm-hmm. Mm. I have a lot of pictures. <laughs> so, yeah, okay... First day at Snakes and Lattes, we went there strictly for Lord of the Rings, didn't we? Uh, we did, and that's also the same night we learned Hive. Was it the same night? No. Yes, yes, it was. No, because no, no because the new guy taught us Hive. Yes, I'm like, oh, King of Tokyo. That? That's what was the, that was. The yeah, thing. King of Tokyo, which apparently they're having a King of Tokyo tournament this weekend, I believe. Oh, really? Good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the King of Tokyo game is the one we discovered we really needed more than the two of us to play. Yeah, it sucks with two players. Because the rules say that it's, like, what, three to six or three to five, but there's a two-player variation. Yeah, and we didn't know it. (laughs) Yeah, if you ever pick up King of Tokyo, disregard the two-player variation. It, It doesn't... no. Hey, look, there's the crack attack picture. But, uh... But, um... The uh, Lord of the Rings deck builder. Shall we start there? 
Yeah, well, it was it was our first first game, I guess, that we've never discussed on this show before. That is true. And we have some, and we have something to compare it to, which was a show before. That's true. That is true. So a Vulcan would dictate. I'm, uh, you and your freaking Star Trek. Me and my what are yeah? Because I reference Star Trek constantly. You do. You really? do. Yes. I don't know. No. Okay. <laughs> So why haven't we played the Star Trek deck builder yet? There's, I want to know. There's a Star Trek deck builder? I have no idea why haven't I made a Star Trek deck builder. <laughs> because the Lord of the Rings one was perfection. It really was, man. Okay. So the biggest thing that Sean and I agreed on right after we played Lord of the Rings deck builder was that it was everything that the DC deck builder is, except harder, and that corrected all the things that made the DC deck builder easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It's DC, but for grown-ups who have a like for getting the shit kicked out of them. <laughs> um, because you really end up getting the shit kicked out of you playing that game. The thing with the DC deck builder is you really don't burn through cards, and you really don't use the amount of cards that are given to you in the main deck. With the Lord of the Rings deck builder, by the time we finished, we went through the entire deck in the first game and burned half of them. Yeah. And it had to do a lot with the fact that every time one of the orcs appeared, or what the villain cards are in the DC deck builder... um, any attacked. Any yes, exactly. Any time one of them appeared, you got attacked. As opposed to the only time you get attacked in the DC deck builder is when somebody plays that card. Yeah, or a new supervillain popped up. Yeah. But this one, this one didn't have supervillains in it, though, did it? No, it did. It had the. It was that was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, it did. Yeah, we had. So there's two deck. There's two supervillain deck packs that come with the DC or the Lord of the Rings deck builder. One is for the normal players and then one is for the extreme players like Sean and I decided to do stupidly. <laughs> yeah, right out of the box. Right out of the box. <laughs> what was that one called though? Like the invincible deck? Yeah, the invincible deck. Yeah. So you you're not supposed to be able to beat it. And it took us what? We had one card left. Yeah, we had one card left in the main deck and we ate we were able to beat him. We were able to defeat all the villains, but it was hard. <laughs> yeah, like it took us 140 cards in the main deck to do it. And we were there for a long time just playing that game. We didn't even get to... That's yeah, why we, we only played Corridor and King of Tokyo that night. Yeah, like we, I think that game took us about three hours. But, I mean, at the same time, we really had no instruction because um, we were just like, no, no, we know how to play it. We played DC. So <laughs> that that was kind of stupid of us. Plus, no one had actually picked up that or opened up that game before in the uh, in Snakes and Lattes. So we actually had to go and like open up and sort everything out ourselves. That was so, time consuming. Yeah, that probably took us a good like half an hour, forty minutes, just to realize like what was what. Because the the way that the the heroes are set up, instead of Every turn you have to remember something that your hero, your your superpower that your hero has, you're given an item at the beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have, like, you're not, like, in DC, you're not Aquaman or friggin' Batman or Wonder Woman 
Right. You don't have that oversized card in Lord of the Rings. You just get like yeah, what, like you said, like what like a freaking it's an... sword. You get like sting or like a pipe. Yeah, it depends on which yeah. character you are. Uh, we picked ours at random, didn't we? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because you had Sam, right? Mm-hmm. Or was I Sam? I'm not sure at this point. No, I was. Str- was I Strider? I think it was Strider. Uh, yeah. I, one of us was a hobbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, one of us was a hobbit, one of us was human. Oh. But you do have the chance to be Gandalf or Legolas or Gimli or whatever. Oh, no, that's who I was. I was Gimli. Mm-hmm. I was super excited because I had a beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if enough people listen to this, then I could come back to haunt you. That's okay. I'll steal your beard. It's all good. I know where you live now. Yeah, you do. Scary. But yeah, so if uh, if you do find DC Deck Builder to be uh, a bit easy, try your hand at Lord of the Rings and you'll fucking hate yourself. And then you'll be like, I'm so glad I'm playing the DC Deck Builder. <laughs> Yeah, like I haven't actually, I haven't touched the DC deck builder since since you left. Aw, tear. Well, yeah, but it's only because I'd end up playing it by myself, and I gotta figure out a way to make it harder now. Have the villains attack you? I think I'm gonna have to do that. I mean, that might that might be it. I mean, that's really the only way. Yeah, if I bring like when they make their first appearance on the board. Right. Just like yeah, yeah. And even then, I don't know if they're going to be strong enough. They might be. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, every time Scarecrow appears, you're going to get yourself a weakness. This is true. But then every time I, pl- I pick up, if I buy Scarecrow... That's and true. play him. Ah, solo variants. Hooray! This is what we get for living eight hours in a border away from each other. <laughs> so, uh, the next game we played... Uh, well, we had our, our game guru Travis, yes. who was who was thoroughly interested in us playing Lord of the Rings because, like I said, no one had, had in the uh, in the cafe had played it yet. So he got our feedback from it, and then went on to recommend a game to us called Corridor. Fuck that game. Fuck you and fuck that game. Oh, you know why I'm saying fuck that game? Because I had to play you in that game. Hey, we played Othello. <laughs> yeah, and I won by yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, but I, so it's it's not Corridor's fault. Uh, we I won by one, and I've been playing that game for years. I hate you a little. Yep, that was fresh meat. Never played it before. I do want to buy it, though. Because I think the boy would love it. It is... But cor- it, it is an age-friendly game. So. Yeah, Corridor's a, a abstract game, I believe they were calling it. Yep. That that's what the kids are calling those kinds of games these days. Them crazy kids. Yep. And what it what it was was uh, you pretty much have uh, eighty one t- eighty one tiles, nine a nine by nine board, and you each have essentially a chess pawn that you're trying to get to the other side. And in between each tile is a, a little gap where you can put a... What, what, were they, what would you call those? 
Uh, just I, a little, a little, little wall barrier kind of thing. I would call them a wall, just yeah, a little can, wooden wall. You can put a little, little wooden wall in there to make um, the your, your opponent's pawn have to move around it to slow him down to get slow him down to get while he crosses the uh, the board to the other side. And so you can make their job more difficult, and also they're doing the same thing to you. But yeah, and, and at the same time. You're also could be screwing yourself over or you know helping yourself out. And most you can't box, you can't literally box a pawn in. Yeah, you can't you can't make it so that they can't move. Yeah, you have to leave them an out. Right, they have to be able to move across the board. You can't leave them, you know, completely boxed in. But mm-hmm. what you can do is make their life difficult. And John's really good at that. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those games where if you really have to be a jerk, that's straight up what it is. That's why Sean's good at this. It's a strategic game about being a jerk, and you got to remain friends after. That's where that's where the the magic lies. <laughs> In corridor. See, if you if you don't if you don't know my rule of of playing tabletop with me, if we are playing a strategic strategy game like this one and you beat me at it like badly like this is one that Sean just did to me or currently did did to me when I was there I don't even know whatever whatever tenses I'm meaning here uh, I was mad at Sean for 10 minutes after that that is that is the rule is that I have to be mad at you for 10 minutes so he went outside and had a cigarette which pretty much burned that it's pretty good shut up smart of me <laughs> So yeah, that's a that's a game that I that I want to buy. I've played it. We've played it online after leaving Snakes and Lattes, and it just the magic wasn't there. No, the, the, the spark of face to face confrontation just wasn't there. Well, that's also the AI in it too. It's not that great. No, but I mean, I can't be smug to anybody when I'm just staring at a screen. It's, <laughs> you know, can't make the the jerk face. <laughs> Like, look what I did, and you didn't do. Oh, biatch, I beat you. Notice that one in two moves. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, motherfucker! (laughs) But yeah, so we did. We did. We also played Othello. Was that the first night, or was that the last day? Othello was day two. Day two, because I liked that game. I'm glad you like that game. That is a game of my childhood that I decided to show Sean. See, I would like, and I would like that game better if it was one of those like live versus like handheld things. So if we actually played it on the internet against each other. Um, it was it was, it was just more of the fact of you like having to flip over the, all those goddamn pieces every friggin' time. He's a whiner. Over and over and over again, flipping, flipping, and flipping. This is. Uh, do you see what I what I'm hearing right now? Is you whining? That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, if it was like a one of those like tabletop video games like back they had back in the day, that would be awesome. Uh, I'm sure that that exists via the internet. Um, because I know oh. I used to play it against people while I worked in an, a mechanic shop, mm-hmm. and they would be out in the shop, and I'd be at my desk, and we'd be doing it via computer. So. Yeah, see, that's not even what I'm talking about. I want one of those ones where you can, like, put your drink down on. Like, those nice, flat, like, Arkanoid and 
Oh, the biddly that makes this stupid music, and they had like Paperboy that way. Yeah, yeah. You know the ones you have to like pull up a chair to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of those. One of those for Othello. That's what I want. Okay, get on that. They make it happen. You could make it happen. I believe in you. <laughs> With some old rusty freaking pinball machine parts. Yeah, do it. I believe in you, Sean. You can do this. So yeah, and that's and that, like I don't know how I never played that game before because I mean that's old game, old popular game. But I'm such a noob to games; it's ridiculous. Uh, join the club. I mean, it's not that I'm noob. I'm newer. I'm I'm older than you, but newer than Ryan. That's why we have Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yes, but see, at least you know Flux. You've played Flux. At least you know like Cards Against Humanity and have played Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, we really you know, needed to have know, more people. You know Munchkin. You know you know a lot more games than I do. I know what we've played. Well, see, that's we we got to get some people together and do a Cards Against Humanity night with Tabletop Ebop. Mm-hmm. That would be dope. That would be dope. We'll do it a, a nice Google Hangout would be sweet. Do a live show. I think yeah. that I think people might actually like us live. Maybe I don't know. They they seem to tune in live for ATGN on on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I don't, um, it's really early. Okay, so since we kind of enjoyed the aspect of corridor, but it was kind of one sided. Rump, <laughs> I guess. Rump. It's not that I didn't like it. I just don't like playing you. Um, <laughs> we got um, Travis to a. Uh, to pick out a... Did he give us... No, King of Tokyo was one that Ryan had assigned to us. Oh, that's right. That's uh, right. Which I had played once before with him, but I had never... And it was in a group, and it was so fast that I don't re- didn't remember how to do it. So we had Travis teach us again, because I couldn't teach you. Because mm-hmm. the two-player rules were just kind of confusing as fuck. Yeah, it didn't really work with two players. We did manage to get through a single game of it, but at that point, both of us were pretty tired and uh, called in a night then. Yeah. I think we might have pulled Corridor down off the wall one more time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of us had to go back to the hotel feeling good. <laughs> yeah, it was still him. <laughs> still me. <laughs> so then, um, So the next day, we... I guess we played um, we played our X-wing game, didn't we? Yes, we did play and, X-wing. And since we didn't have a nice uh, Starfield map to play on, we de- I decided to pull out the big old roadmap of Ontario. Oh, we fought and for I Ontario. Think, and I think for the first time, the battle for Ontario had nothing to do with a catchy name for the Leafs playing Ottawa <laughs> <laughs> on Hockey Night in Canada. Because it was pure X-Wings. There was no riots this time. And what, what were our... We had a, we had some strange rules that we had to implement, too. Like, if you flew over, like, the legend, <laughs> yeah. that was considered off the map. Yeah, you had, to stay, you had to stay on land. Now, we allowed water because... Three-dimensional um, space. Because it is three-dimensional space. So you, you were able to fly over water, but as soon as you hit the legend or the edge of the map, you were off the map. And this is how Darth Vader killed himself. Yeah, I did. I managed to do that in what two, three moves. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. Pretty good. That was. But I mean, that took us a while to play, though, didn't it? 
it was also our first hundred point game. <sighs> that's right. That's right. We 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 finally played with a. Uh, well, first off, I finally played that game live with someone above the age of six. <laughs> <laughs> the boy is a worthy adversary. Yep. Well, hey, I flew off the map playing him, and he won, so... (laughs) (laughs) I don't do it on purpose, man, I swear. It's okay. The first time I played with Ryan, that's what happened, is I flew off the edge of space. So. Yes, but you have a terrible problem with your lefts and rights. I really do. And, you know, I got a tattoo on my left hand so that I'd remember that, hey, this is my left. It didn't work. And it gets it gets sincerely confusing when my X wing is upside down, and I'm like, I'm gonna I need to turn right, so I need to. God damn it! I flew off the map. <laughs> <laughs> but that was good. Did we? How many games of that did we play? We only played the one because the one game we actually played over two days. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Because <laughs> we were so tired after the first, like what five turns. They were just like, yeah, we'll just we'll just call it here. Well, yeah, because I think we like what we set up the game, then went to go like play games in Toronto, and then like came back to finish off like X Wing. Yeah, we came back. We came back, decided we were gonna eat something, watched watched a movie. Yeah, we watched Train Spotting, ba- which yeah. you saw for the first time. It was the first what? time I saw Train Spotting. What? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm. I've apparently been in a black hole when it comes to movies because I've never seen The Wicker Man or Fatal Attraction. Mm-hmm. Or it's like you, it's like you have a rock in your closet. It's true. You I haven't come out from one to get out of, to climb out of the other. <laughs> <laughs> one one day, one day I'll, I'll catch up on all these good movies. But for now, I'm gonna watch shit like I don't know. I have I have Dude Where's My Car in my DVD player right now. It's really good to fall asleep too. And the listenership and the listenership just got cut in half. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> um, I either that or there's two gamers sitting there listening to this by themselves, and one guy was just like, when you said you've got dude, where's my car in your D- DVD player? One guy was just like, sweet, and the other guy was like, dude. See, the fact that you know this makes me know that you've seen it, and I don't I actually feel so bad at it. I actually haven't seen it. Lies. It's just the um, the advertising campaign for that movie was neither sweet or, or sweet or dudesy. <laughs> dudes worthy? Dudes. Yeah. Any a, dudes that went to go see that weren't sweet. It's a really good sleeping movie. Because <laughs> you really don't have to have a brain on to watch it. <sighs> I'll take role models any day. Oh, see, I liked role models, too. Yeah, exactly. Role models was dope. Yeah, role models. I kiss love my, you, man. Kiss my Anthea. <laughs> <laughs> I loved I Love You, Man. And uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Dracula song? So yes. Good. Yes, exactly. Okay, we should probably get back to games, because that's what this show is about. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we digressed a little bit. I was going to say, this is probably an average conversation for Sean and I. Mm-hmm. And no, like a motherfucker. Okay, so let's see. So we've got through our X-Men. So day, day two of Snakes and Lattes? Day two of Snakes and Lattes began with Hive. Did it begin with Hive? Yeah, because that's, well, at least that's the first picture I have is Hive. Okay, because Travis brought that one out. Nope. That was a Brian list that oh, we yeah. had new guy why teach do I keep us. Wanting, why do I keep wanting to think? Because you have a man crush on Travis. Just admit it. 
Travis might like that idea. See? <laughs> uh, so, you know, it was Tom. Like, I've got Tom down. I've got Danny's name here. Like, we, we had a lot of people, like... We've, we had, yeah, and they were all great, which was awesome. A bunch of gurus. Those gurus are awesome. And, uh, Travis, if you're listening, Sean wants in your pants. And... Unless, unless you're the Anon kid that's uh, harassing us on the tumblers. Well, there's a reason we don't have our hmm. Anons. Because apparently. Apparently we, we give off that vibe. <laughs> Let them think what they want, kiddo. You just called hive, me kiddo? Hive, hive. You just called me kiddo. Totally. Not that much younger than you. Um, no, only about eight years. It's not too bad. Anyways, back to Hive. Why don't you explain it, since you are a natural winner at this one, too? Okay. Well, no, you started beating me um on your way home. Oh, that was sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Hive is a, another abstract game which requires no board at all just a bag with its pieces. Um, I believe it's eight... Uh, no. 12? You have the game. Yeah, no, I'm thinking it's 11, 11 pieces. I'm trying to remember now. One, I think two, it's 11, 11 pieces with a... Nine, 10, 11. It's 11. Yeah? Yep. Um, Including the one that was in your shoe. And each... <laughs> each, one, each one has a different type of insect on it. Um, they are six... Six-sided, like a honeycomb. And what happens is each each insect can only move a certain, in a certain in a certain manner. You know, like a beetle can only move one one space at a time. You know, a queen bee can only move one space at a time. A spider can move three spaces at a time. Grasshoppers can jump in straight lines. So on, so forth. Um, Ants could move as many spaces as they want, but they have to stay on the outside of the hive. Mm-hmm. Um, ladybugs, they climb up, they walk over, and they jump back down again. Uh, beetles can walk over, so if they want to move up, they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is also true. Um, and what was it? Mosquitoes uh, take mosquitoes. on take on take on the attributes of any insect that's beside them. The way I have explained it to the boy was: imagine them sucking the blood out of that insect and now they can do what that insect did because they've got the blood in them. They're the rogue of mm-hmm. the uh, of the hive universe. I haven't used it that much in, in live play actually. What are you talking about? That's how I beat you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um so what what happens is uh you the whoever's there's you got uh, you got the white tiles and you got black tiles. Whoever's white goes first, so they throw out whatever insect they want. Um, by the fourth move or on the fourth move, your queen bee has to has to be laid out. And you cannot move any of your insects until the queen bee is out. Right. Um, now all the pieces are going to end up touching each other. The whole point of the game is to surround the, your opponent's queen bee and you are not allowed to move a piece if it's going to break the hive. So which is a Interesting aspect of the game. The breaking of the hive means you cannot move a piece that will bring it into two pieces. Yeah. So everything has to continually be connected 
Um, and the thing that can also happen is you can surround your own queen bee, thus losing the game. Yeah. You cannot, you can't, you can't surround your queen bee, and your opponent cannot surround yeah. your queen bee. No matter what, like because the like like you said, like the, when you start off the game, um, every time you bring out a new piece, it has to touch one of your own pieces, and it cannot touch your opponent's. That way. So, I mean, in essence, at the beginning of the game, you could have your queen bee, like, you know, surrounded on its own with your own pieces. So you can pretty much screw yourself up at the beginning if you're not paying attention the first time. You did that. I did that. (laughs) I did that. But it's a, it's, it's a fabulous game. Like I was, like I was telling you, I was playing with the boy today and he, he picked it up quick. Um, just I mean, just the, like the maneuvers, not necessarily like looking at it like three moves ahead, which which you pretty much have to do in this game. Like you've got to position your pieces just in case. Like I mean, I'll I'll try and lock your lock your queen bee in place by sticking one of mine onto your queen bee and not allowing you to move your queen bee without breaking the hive because right. mine's mine's now touching yours, thereby locking your queen bee into place. But then I'll set my, all my pieces up around the board so that eventually they're all going to just come swarming around and hit you. It's all about the swarm tactics. Oh, it, to- it totally is. It totally is. It's 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 great. But, yeah, I like so- to do the sneak attack. Because I'll, I'll start off the same way you did, where I'll put my piece in a position that you cannot move your queen bee. But then I'll set up all my other pieces on the other side, and then all of a sudden, like, they'll start moving one by one. I won't swarm you, but they'll slowly make their way over there, and then all of a sudden I'm like, ah fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I'll, like, take, like, grasshoppers from, like, <laughs> from everywhere and just <laughs> jump them all in. It's great. But, no, I'm, I'm noticing the, the spiders and the ants have been a big help today. Same with the ladybugs. People seem to forget the, um, the, the ladybug maneuver. I always forget the ladybug. I know the ladybug was my weak point, and that fucking beetle. Because what you can do with the beetle is you can put it on top of the queen bee. And mm-hmm. then you don't remember that the, where the queen bee is, and then all of a sudden you're missing your fucking queen bee, and then you die. Yeah, and then the uh, beetle hops down and fills that last spot, you're done. Yep. Yeah, so that's a... it's. It's an awesome game, and the, like the I think the best part about it was it comes in just like a like a felt pouch. Yep. You know, almost like your old like Crown Royal bags that you used to stuff your marbles in. <laughs> yep, pretty much. So I mean, like today, like it was fa- it's Father's Day today, so happy Father's Day, fathers out there. Um, Yay! Hooray for daddies. Mm-hmm. So we we just kind of like chilled out, took them to Tim to Tim Hortons. And we, shameless we, plug. Yeah, we we brought the uh, we we brought Hive down with us because you don't need a board, you don't need like much setup. It's only what's the biggest it's going to take? Maybe like you know a foot a foot square. Yeah, if even a square foot, I should say a foot square. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm Canadian. I'm allowed to screw that one up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, we brought that down, and I mean, and. Just being in there for, you know, the hour or so that we were there playing, like, we ended up having, like, not spectators standing around watching us, but there was interested parties when they were, like, standing in line, wondering, like, A, what the hell we were doing, and then just, like, and B, like, 
what the hell are you doing? Right. <laughs> These guys playing games, and then, oh, what game is that? <laughs> that looks easy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was, a, that's a good, that was a good game. Um, if, you, if you see it, buy it. It's a nice two-player. It's good to it's good for little travel games. I know I have my little travel games that um are just easy pack and goes like so, you know, if you're just sitting around waiting in line, you you got to you got something to do. And, and I mean, there's no and there's really no need for the full size version either. No, you could play it with the travel size. Yeah. Be yeah. fine. Yeah. Cuz the full I mean, the travel size version I got had the expansions in it. Yep. So, you know, bonus because yeah, the first time we played it, it only had, what, ants, spiders, and beetles? Yeah, we didn't play it with the expansion. Uh, but did we have grasshoppers in the, the grasshoppers? Yeah, grass, grasshoppers are original. The only things that were in the expansion was mosquito and ladybug. That's right. That's right. So and yeah, uh, get, there's get more expansions from there, too. Uh, yeah, I was looking on, uh, on Vassal, and there seems to be a bunch of... I don't know if they've just made them up on Vassal or not, but are there actual like official expansions for it? Yeah, there's other official expansions for it. I just don't know them. So crazy. Hooray, expansions! We can continue so, playing forever. What was the? So what was that? What's the next game that we did? Othello. So, yeah. okay, Othello is my game from my childhood that I introduced to Sean. And what it is is, again, black versus white. Start off with four pieces on the board, two blacks, two whites. And what you do is you try to gain the most spaces on the board. So the game ends when the board is covered. What you, uh, how you do this is you put your piece surrounding the other piece, the other player's piece, and anything that's in between your two pieces that you put down now becomes that color. So say I have a white piece down. It is really hard to describe this without visual. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a just a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight by eight grid. So in the middle four is where you begin. Uh, you it goes black, white, black, white. So say I'm white. White surrounds the black piece, and that turns all that line into white. Does that make sense? Is that I don't know how to describe this without a visual. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay, so it looks like they've got a potato bug expansion. That's or appropriate for you. Pill bug. Yes, it is. <laughs> I need that. Yes, yes, you do. Potato. Oh, I don't even. I don't know if even if it's uh. Sorry, keep going. I'm. I just. I just made it to the hive page, and now I'm. See, now he's distracted. Again, this is like a normal conversation between the two of us. Uh, we're so not in podcasting mode. I want to know what it does. I want to know what it does. <laughs> okay, so Othello continues by the entire time is what you're, is you want to gain all of the spaces. So a little trick that I didn't tell Sean is that the corners are your best friend. And you should really start aiming for the corners as soon as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. I should have told Sean to be fair, but also your, Padawan, to... your Padawan still only lost by one. Take I was gonna say, that. even though I didn't tell him this little trick, he still pretty much almost beat me, and it was kind of sad. I don't like strategy games with Sean. 
You beat me at you beat me at X Wing. Cause you flew off the board. <laughs> you beat me at X Wing. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you sweet for trying to make me feel better? I lost <laughs> almost all these games, seriously. <laughs> um so was it yeah, that's pretty much it for Othello yeah. then, yeah? It's really simple. It's really easy to teach, but you know what? It the the tag of the board is uh easy to learn, a lifetime to master, and it's totally right. Like you can yeah. no matter what, you can continually change how the game goes. Yeah, and someone can, there's always someone that can kick your ass. Yeah. And for a long time playing when we first started playing, it looked like I was just gonna defeat him with nothing. Mm-hmm. Like not even trying, and he came back. Really yeah, I think quickly. Travis came by a few times and squealed. Yeah. Or no, that was at corridor. <laughs> yeah, he squealed at corridor. Again, so, Travis, uh, call Sean. He wants he wants to chat. So, um, day three, I think we headed down to Niagara Falls. Uh, day two, we still had Chi Qui Twi. Oh yeah, that's right. Chin. Yeah, that one. Chin. I don't even remember that game at this point. Uh, it was pretty lame. We didn't well, like we it. Did, <laughs> yeah, we didn't even we didn't even finish it. I don't even remember what the pieces look like at this point. Well, I'm looking at it, and we tried really hard because what you're supposed to do is 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 again like Othello, where you're supposed to take over as much of the board as you can, but it just. It didn't work for us, or maybe we were just explained to it kind of weird. But yeah, maybe it was a more of a multiplayer game than a two-player game. Yeah, it does. It certainly seems like if you had four people playing, it would be much more of a battle for the board than with just the two of us, because we were just kind of like, "And now I'm gonna push my place here, and I claim this." Yeah. And it, it wasn't very good for two people. I'm sure it is much better if you have four people battling for the same place. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we didn't even really figure out how you could fight, did we? No, there's like we a just... fighting aspect to it that we just never had. No, because we were just too busy building our own little fortresses, and we were like, yeah. do do do. Oh look, we're out of pieces. Does that yes, mean the even, game's over? Yes, even even the game guru said we were being too nice. Yeah. <laughs> and we were just like, we don't even know how to be mean in this game. <laughs> it was it was really kind of just confusing, and probably better off with more players. Yeah. So actually, that was day. Yeah, day two we walked around Toronto, or day two we walked around Toronto because that's the day of that day three was the day we went to. Uh, no, the third day we were there was my last day there. That was day five. Mm. But the uh, the day we ended up we ended up going to Niagara Falls on one of these days, and on that trip we found the Snakes and Lattes podcast. We did. And listening to the Snakes and Lattes podcast, we heard them talking about a game called The Amazing Labyrinth. And I'm thinking that was... Was that our favorite game, you think? I think it's a torn one between that and Hive. That and Hive? Yeah, because we played Hive a lot, too. We played Hive a lot, but I also bought Hive. Yeah. But while we were at Snakes and Lattes, I think we pulled... I think we pulled uh, the amazing labyrinth off the off the wall the most. I think yeah. that was our our biggest repeat customer. Well, because we, we were pulled that we pulled that two days in a row. Because apparently yeah. we played that we played and that I day think we two. Also, I think we also pulled it pulled it down twice in one night. 
Yeah. So I think we played it like three times there, yeah. Yeah, we we and we played it multiple times each time we played it. Yeah, because it's just awesome. It's really simple. Just move except, the pieces. Yeah, yeah except except trying to except trying explain how the board gets like set up because it's hard to explain. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> okay, so there are pieces on the board that are stuck to the board that create columns and rows. And so you're you w- doing better than I would have. Okay. Continue. And <laughs> you have you're given pieces that look exactly like the board to put onto the board. Now those pieces are movable, and you can move them with the one extra piece that you're given. Mm-hmm. And that is how you make. You can either lever- shove a whole column or shove a whole row, right? Exactly. Um, that is how you make the labyrinth move. Now you're only allowed to make one move per turn. And what you're trying to do is you're given six cards with a. Uh, with a picture on it, and there's going to be a tile that has that picture on it, and the um, the pieces on the board have like little you know pathways on them, but they're all jumbled up, and the point is to push columns and rows around so that more roads and pathways line up with each other, and you can move your piece along that and get to the to the icon that's on your card. Fuck, is it hard? It it is not. <laughs> It sounds really simple, and it is really simple, but the thing that can screw you up is either, you know, you don't know what your opponent's doing, so he could be trying to get to the little ladybug while you're trying to get to the buried treasure, which, and but you're on opposite ends of the board, so he's moving one row one way, you're moving a column the other way, and you're fucking each other over trying to get to two different spots, and you don't even know it. It's great. And it's it's not really competitive because we were never really competitive doing it. No. But we want because we just wanted to get to these spots. But it yeah, was... you're, yeah, it's not really a versus. It, I mean, it, it, the whole point is just to get through your six cards faster than the other guy. But it's not. There's no strategy to it. Other like as in a uh, competitive sort of way. It's literally just like I'm just trying to make myself a nice path here. Right. And it's more of a it it's it's very much a puzzle game more than a strategy game. Mm-hmm. And that I I preferred Amazing Labyrinth because of that. I like puzzle games, whereas you like the strategy stuff, and that did still have strategy to it. So I think that's why it worked out well for both of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't think either of us like you know blew away with in the win column or the loss column in that one. No, I think like day one you won it more than I did, and then day two I won it more than you did. It was yeah. just a matter of the tiles lining up. Literally. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, after a while, we we realized, like, I think that first day, we we weren't tipping the uh, tiles off the board after each game, so like there was still a lot of uh, pathways set up, a lot of paths set up. So yeah, like the next day, we were like totally like just resetting the board from scratch each time. Yeah. Which and then we were like making sure not to like <laughs> let them like even like touch each other. Yeah. In a way that, in a corresponding way, so it was just like, it was, it made it super tough, which was which was great. Yeah, we we had a blast just trying to make it as hard as freaking possible on both of us, mm-hmm. but at the same time, still completely solvable. Oh, we, yeah, it's, ne- we, it's never going to be unsolvable. It's just going to be yeah. you might you might spend an extra minute each turn. Right. Oh, and the thing that you should know is that you don't know what your six cards are. They are face down the whole time. Yeah. Until you get to that specific card. Yeah. Once you find your, once you find the icon on, 
the board that matches your card, that's when you find out what your next mission is. Right. So you can completely screw yourself over and not even realize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I did a couple of times. Yeah, I think but, I did it but, too. But you would never have known. <laughs> Pretty positive we both did that to ourselves a few hundred times. The 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 one aspect that I liked of it was the the fact that you could push yourself off the board and you'd reappear on the opposite opposite sides of the board. We did both because, abuse that. <laughs> oh well, yeah, it's a rule. I mean, you're allowed to do it, and it came in handy a few times. Yeah. Because sometimes you stuff just on the other side of the board, and you don't want to create that long of a path. So what do you do? Push yourself off the board. You appear mm-hmm. on that side. I mean, you could completely screw yourself over by doing that, too, because then you get to the other side, and you realize there's no connecting paths. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you, if it doesn't make sense, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Don't do it. And the, the worst is when you think you're, like, setting yourself up, like, for a while here, like thinking, all right, she hasn't, like, screwed with my path that I've been working on. And then you go to like move the one last thing, and you realize you're like trying to push on a piece that doesn't push. And you're like, yep. oh, I've heartbreak. done that. Yeah, I have that was... done that. <laughs> we did that a few times too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, I've been, that's I've really been trying to find that online, and I can't find it for cheap at all, man. Can't find stores. Game. Can't find stores that sell it. I saw it. I saw it on clearance in the states for like nine ninety nine at Toys R Us. But I mean, you know, in the st- it's in the states, and it, that just means it wouldn't have been cheap once it got past customs. Borders, borders, borders. Yeah, it sucked. That means it. I can find it. I told you to find it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have ten bucks right now. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but I came up to Canada for five days, and that mm-hmm. kind of cashed me out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. What what other games did we get get into? That's what I'm looking up right now. We had right before we went to Snakes and Lattes this la- the last time we went and played Stoner Flux, which I picked up. Picked up. <laughs> uh, Stoner Flux is actually a version of Flux that is meant for stoners. I don't know if you picked up on that by the name. Um, it yeah. is. You cannot find this game anywhere. So when we found it, I bought it because. Uh, I don't think it's even allowed in the states. Are you serious? Yeah, like I can't, I can't find it. Oh yeah, well, like I mean, the like the, there was what several disclaimer cards in the deck, and then several disclaimers on the cards that are like playable in the deck. Right. Yeah. And it's and it's it's, a, it's a, your typical flux game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, my favorite flux game still is Zombie Flux, I think, uh, or Cthulhu Flux. <laughs> Both of those are very good. Um, we need to get Sean the uh, Pirate Flux. And someone to play it with. And someone to play it with. I'll play it with you via the internet. Okay. There you go. That's how we do this. So we do everything via the internet. And then uh, it was... It, it was... Because it was only two of us, it wasn't as competitive as, as Flux normally is. And because we didn't have the uh, corresponding um, uh, the the extra things that make Stoner <laughs> Flux possible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we didn't have anything run running through our systems, is what we're trying to say. We were completely, utterly sober. There was no extras involved, and uh, it was still we still had fun. Yeah. And kept screwing each other over with the rules and draw five cards, but you're only allowed to play one. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
But I mean, and but just seeing like what you would have to do, like what the cards told you to do, and if you if you did live in a place where um, partaking in such particulars is particularly, <laughs> <laughs> it would be a way to uh, lose your sobriety rather quickly. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, make sure all your friends have their own bags with them as well. <laughs> yes. Don't. That's not a sharing. Well, I mean, you could totally share if you want to be that nice of a person. But holy crap, you'd have to be a really nice person. Yeah. 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 It's. It, it, it could turn into a couple hundred dollar night. <laughs> <laughs> quickly. Very quickly. Because quick. <laughs> you could just forget what you're doing, and then all of a sudden, you know. Yeah, three hours later, you're like, oh, shit, were we playing something? Yeah. <laughs> and then you start it all over again, and that's just what happens. Oh, I think there's one card on there where, like, it's just that it's a repetitive card, and it just says, like, you know, take a hit. It's just like, oh, Jesus. Yep. <laughs> yep. And that, that, so you could just, you could figure out from there how sober Stoner Flux was for us. So I recommend it. <laughs> play that, then go play some Hive. <laughs> that ought to be interesting. Yeah, or some Corridor. That really ought to be interesting. Actually, can can we make that happen? I might actually win a game then. <laughs> really? You, you think so? You'll forget that we're playing. It'll be great. Oh, no, 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 no. So every, every time we played a game, put it this way, I was out of my element. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> shall we go into the next day completely? Did we uh, did we go into more games though? Did like what we did. did we play? Oh yeah, we did. We played uh we Car- played Carcassonne, oh. didn't we? We did. Played wow. the shit out of some Carcassonne. And, yeah, uh, well we 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 didn't play with all the pieces though, did we? Well, we, we did. no we only no we only played with the uh, the very first. Uh, we just played like Carcassonne the board game. Right. Like no, no expansions, nothing. We didn't, because when we tried to do the expansions, we failed miserably. Well, we tried playing the expansions after we played regular Carcassonne. Right. And we didn't... Fi- okay, so one thing that we still haven't figured out is how to tally up the farms. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we just decided that th- since it was just the two of us playing, we just weren't going to do farms. Because we couldn't figure out how to score it. Um, yeah, because you're because instantly after playing with me one round and years through your way of scoring it, I obviously I proved made no sense whatsoever. Right, and it was we had the, we had the official rules and we we're looking at them, and it didn't make any sense whatsoever. So we just we've just decided that we play without farms. Mm-hmm. So roads and cities. It was all roads and cities, uh, which doesn't make for very high scoring Clo- games. Cloisters, yeah. And cloisters, oh god, the cloisters. But um, what we 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 did survive. We did very well, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a that's actually a future show for us. So mm-hmm. we shouldn't delve too much into it. But we did enjoy it. Yeah, um, we've we've been playing that one a lot on on Vassal since. Yes. We still don't know how to play it properly. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> we like it enough that we'll play it wrong constantly. And we're really good at it too. Uh, now I want to now I want to find all these expansion packs for Hive on Vassal. <laughs> Even though it, it says it says uh, it looks like there's you can play it online. 
Alright, so after Carcassonne, we played Amazing Labyrinth again. Mm-hmm. And then we had Meeples have sex with each other, so that was it. That was the last game we played in Snakes and Lattes. Meeple love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're mature. Just <laughs> we're totally our, we're the act our age. Yeah, so that that was pretty much the end of our trip. Yes. Except was... for except for some hive play in Tim Hortons. Yes. Outside the airport. That's when I actually won. Mm-hmm. For once. <laughs> twice. I did win twice. You won. You won for twice. Won for twice. And never again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm looking at. I'm looking at a. I'm. I'm on this hive. Hive page here. Guess and... where his mind is right now. <laughs> in. In. Um, I've got a hive mind. <laughs> That's kind of terrifying. <laughs> and it looks like. Um, it looks like the uh, the pill bug. Might just be a tournament giveaway. Really? So 16 runners up get the new pill bug. Are you jealous now? I am. I might have to start joining tournaments. And it would really suck if it w- if it wasn't pocket sized. Oh damn it! If it's not a pocket sized expansion, that would totally ruin it for me. It would. You'd have to get the actual game. Yeah. It's okay. I think I think it's actually made around here. To be honest with you. So what you're saying is you're going to get me a copy and send it to me. What I'm saying is I think I know where I'm going to apply to tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was our that where where I think we're at an hour and a half actually. Perfect. So, that was our very quick run through of our holiday in Canada where we played lots of games. Mhm. The vacation special. The vacation special, the holiday special. Mhm. Um, hopefully Ryan will be on our next show. We are planning on doing another video. If you liked our DC deck build- building video that we did while I was out there, please like it and tell us and, you know, watch it. We'd appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we'll probably do one for Hive or Carcassonne or Amazing Labyrinth if we can find a way to play it via the internet. Um, yeah, that would oh, be so good. Do you need new pants now? You kind of... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. Okay. All good. Just had to check. I'm talking to someone on HEGN. No pants. That's true. That's true. And it's a Sunday, so it's an automatic. I'm really not wearing pants at all. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to... Well, so, like, yeah, like like we've been saying, we're going to find some more games. We'll, we'll try and uh, make videos for them, too. And Ryan shall be joining us, hopefully, for the next show, where he'll correct us on everything we did wrong during the vacation. Which will be pretty much everything. I'm pretty positive we did everything wrong while we were out. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's been yelling at his stereo for the last... How long have we been recording? An hour, 39 minutes, 52 seconds? Yeah. Something. Three seconds? Yeah. Yeah. Are you are you seriously counting down the seconds? <laughs> <laughs> the timer's there. I know. I have the timer up, too. Okay. Say goodnight. <laughs> goodnight. Goodnight. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in, Beboppers. Send us your feedback on Twitter at Tabletop Bebop. Tell us what games you'd like to see, and we want your opinions. You can also tweet at the cast individually. Naki is at One Dirty Cupcake with the number one. Ryan is at Plus Two Cents with the number two. Or Sean at The Potato Waste with a three and not an E. We'll see you next month.